Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of FYI, the Public Libraries Podcast. I'm Kathleen Hughes with the Public Library Association. Today, our guest is Kyra Hahn, librarian at Douglas County Libraries in Colorado. Kyra is the author of Public Service Loan Forgiveness, The Struggle to Qualify is Real, a feature article in the July-August 2017 issue of Public Libraries Magazine. We're going to talk to her today about her experiences navigating the bureaucratic maze of the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. Welcome, Kyra. It's a real pleasure. Why don't you start by telling us what the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program is? If you work full-time in a public service position, and full-time is considered 30 hours per week or more, you have direct loans for your student loans, and you make 120 payments. After 120 payments, you are eligible to have your outstanding loan balance forgiven. When did you discover that public librarianship is a qualifying profession, and how did you start looking into the program? Initially, I heard about it, you know, in passing right around the time I was finishing my master's degree studies um, because the policy came out in 2007. However, I was kind of lazy, and it wasn't until a work colleague reminded me during a conversation that I really started to look into applying at about 2009, 2010. And part of the delay for me with starting was that I had to consolidate all of my loans and get them over to direct loans. I thought I was good, (laughs) but apparently I wasn't. After my loans bounced around to a few different servicers, my loans ended up getting moved to Fed loans. It wasn't until my loans got to Fed loans did I realize that when I had consolidated my loans with direct loans that I had not chosen the correct repayment plan. So there's a lot of little things like that you have to watch out for. I have to say, based on my experience, that the loan servicers weren't exactly proactive in, you know, presenting information about what was necessary to qualify. When my loans got to Fed Loans in 2010, they actually were very proactive in saying, hey, if you work in public service, you may qualify for this program. And when I started trying to pursue it with them, um, that's when I learned that I was on a non-qualifying repayment plan. It's just been a very challenging process. So what are the basic requirements of the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program? Again, you have to work in public service. You have to work full-time, so 30 or more hours. Although I have seen references to if you work multiple jobs for qualifying organizations and equates to an average of 30 hours per week, which is considered full-time because I know there's a lot of people working part-time jobs and multiple jobs, you can submit more than one employment certification verification form for each employer and then hopefully your loan servicer would have those payments count towards the 120 payment requirement. And you have to be currently working in public service at the time of final forgiveness. And how does it work once you sign up? What happens? You have to get on an income-based repayment plan, which is a significant requirement. If you're not on an income-based repayment plan, then that's going to involve a form asking to be put on one. 
And one of the challenges that I personally had with it um, was that they had a uh, partial financial hardship requirement that was involved, and it, it's a generalized form that all borrowers are eligible to uh, complete. It doesn't designate on there that you're wanting to participate in public service loan forgiveness. And you have to provide proof of income. For me, the challenge is, is that, you know, I am married. And so they were combining, because my husband and I filed taxes jointly, they were looking at the combined income. And my husband makes significantly more than me. It wasn't reflecting based on my income as a public service worker. And so one of the points that I found it important to make was specifying I am actively trying to participate in public service loan forgiveness, and I am the only person within my household works in public service. Once that conversation started to happen, some things went differently, but it took several years to get to that point, and it came to like a crisis conversation while I was on vacation where the phone calls ended up having to get escalated with the servicer. I tried several times to get onto an income-based repayment plan. When I first finished school and I had a high debt load, I chose extended repayment because that was an affordable monthly payment for me based on what I owed. Once I started trying to actively qualify for public service loan forgiveness and I would call the loan servicer and try to change my repayment plan, they would look at my income and um, they would come back with exorbitant figures. And so I tried this cycle like two to three times. And every time you call and you ask to change your repayment plan, they automatically put you into a forbearance status and do their research and figure out, okay, well, you know, how are we going to calculate what she is going to pay now? And once they do that, at that time, you know, it's before they started trying to make things available electronically. So you're having to mail a lot of paperwork in and you're having to wait to receive letters back telling you what the loan terms were. Well, the challenging thing was, was that you would call and ask to apply and you had to wait for a letter <laughs> to come back and say, okay, well, this is, this is the new payment plan that we've put you on and here's your new payment based on your income. And if you found that it was unaffordable, then you'd have to turn around and call the servicer back and say, well, you gave me these new loan terms, but now I can't afford the payment. So can you change it back to what it was before? And so I had done this like three times. When I made the last attempt to qualify and to get onto an income-based repayment plan in 2016, I started the process about a month before I was set to go on vacation. I got an email response back while I was on vacation. It told me what my new payment amount was. It went literally from a three-digit number to a four-digit number that equaled like half my pay for, for the entire month. I went into panic mode. I was like, oh my God, I have to call them right now. And so when I learned of the new amount, I was like, oh my goodness, you were about to cause me a personal financial crisis and I'm going to start bouncing like checks and payments left and right. The call ended up being escalated to 
two different supervisors. And by the end, the woman that I had spoken with said, we've stopped the auto debit. We're going to stop everything and we're going to put you into a temporary forbearance yet again. We want you to resubmit everything this time, but we want you to do it paper application. Do you know of anybody else having similar problems? I knew I wasn't alone in this struggle. I'm like, I cannot be the only one that's having all these problems. I ended up asking for permission to do a voluntary staff survey, asking if they were aware of the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. I created a nine-question survey, but I think the thing that I was most surprised at is that the lack of awareness of the program and the changes in late 2015 with the introduction of the repay income-based repayment plan designed to allow more people to, to participate. At that point, I asked, I said, well, my recommendation is can we include links on our employee portal where, you know, all the benefits information is listed? you know, as a way to help raise awareness. And can I go talk to each branch at their staff meetings? And they said, sure, no problem. You just have to arrange it. So um, I've been in the process of doing that. And so far, those talks have gone fairly well. How can our listeners find out if they qualify for the program? And where do you recommend they go for the best advice, like on first steps? You can go to the Federal Student Aid website. However, the best source that I have found um, that breaks it down into very easy to understand terms is actually the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau has some excellent resources and they have actually launched a significant marketing campaign trying to raise consumer awareness of public service loan forgiveness. The beauty of their resources is that they stated out in very plain, easy to understand language. Eligibility for PSLF was set to begin in October 2017. Do you know if there's been any updates to that or? There's been some stuff in the news, either predicting that a lot of people are going to qualify or very few people are going to qualify. I'm erring on the side of very few people qualifying and here's why. On Federal Student Aid's website, they have a data center, and the loan servicer that handles public service loan forgiveness, they put out a report with numbers of borrowers that are currently qualifying. 669,000 people that cumulatively qualify for public service loan forgiveness. That is a shame when you think about how many people suffer with student loan debt. I mean, student loan debt is $1.4 trillion. Based on the report from Fed Loans that's listed on um, Federal Student Aid's website, I think you will not start to see sizable numbers of people qualify for final forgiveness until like uh, 10 years from 2012 because that's the earliest data set that they reported on. Do you have any last advice for anyone seeking to enter the program? Anytime that you talk to your loan servicer, um, make sure that you take very good notes. Detail everything. Even though it's not a requirement to submit an employment certification form, um, once you get onto an income-based repayment plan, 
you do have to recertify your income every year. Other than that, if you run into problems and you need to file complaints in regards to your loan account servicing, take advantage of Consumer Finance Protection Bureau's complaint system. It's as simple as going to their website and clicking on Submit a Complaint. They are the only advocate that is there for you, so I encourage you to take advantage of them and use them. And that is a lot of great information. Thank you very much, Kyra. And just one more thing, a reminder that student loan debt is not dischargeable via bankruptcy. That was Kyra Hahn, librarian at Douglas County Libraries in Colorado, discussing the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. You can see Kyra's article on the topic at www.publiclibrariesonline.org. Thanks for listening.